Welcome to the All Access Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Mack. This is the behind the scenes of the night show. This is a chance for you to jump in and get to hear what goes on behind the scenes. You know, it's crazy. A lot of people are like, Jay, what do you do when the music's playing and you're not talking? I'm like, man, get calls and I'll be praying with people and talking to people and setting up stuff to do outside the station. And in fact, Steve had walked in here one day and he's like, hey, met this pastor at a live broadcast named Charlie. He's doing a blessing of the bikes and I thought you could help him out. And so I got on the phone and I was like, well, let me give this guy a call and see what this is all about. And I got Charlie on the phone and now I've got Charlie in the studio with me right now. And he's already went on an amazing journey to Alaska and we're going to talk about that. How are you doing, Charlie? I'm doing well, J-Mac. How are you? I'm doing good. It's good to have you up here. Thank you. And and what a crazy thing that, you know, here you are at a live broadcast. Why were you even there? Uh, actually, <laughs> um, one of the things that I do, I do community relations for Matlock Tire Service. Okay. And so I just stopped in at Concord Title that day because they were having a an open house type thing. Yeah. And WIMZ was there. Uh, as a remote. So I got to thinking about what was going to be going on at my church and the motorcycle ride to Alaska. And I thought, you know, I don't really have a rock station involved in this. And so I thought, well, I'm going to talk to these guys and see what they say. And they said, hey, let us connect you with J-Mac. And I said, well, who is (laughs) J-Mac? So anyway, they did. And you called me and here I am. Yeah. So I got to come out for the day that you guys took off and be a part of your church service that day. And a great turn. You guys had a packed house that day, by the way. A lot of folks supporting the cause. And let's talk about the cause. The motorcycle ride to Alaska. What was it all about? Well, the ride was to raise funds for two different Alzheimer caregiver organizations. Okay. One is Our Place in Loudoun County, and it's actually a respite care place that I helped build when when I lived in Teleco Village. I had the opportunity to be blessed by being a part of that down there. And then the other organization is SHAZ, Senior Citizens uh, Home Assistance Services. And we wanted to do something with some people in Blount County because my former church where I retired, First Baptist Teleco Village, and my present church where I'm now serving, Wildwood Baptist in Maryville, Tennessee, they were both working together on this project. Wonderful. So it is. It's a wonderful thing when churches come together and work together. So we wanted to benefit a place in Loudoun County and one in Blount County as well. So we ended up raising eighty thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! Um, Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. So so that was that is wonderful. Incredible. Yeah. So you know, it's not my first rodeo either. Um, <laughs> so we've been uh, doing motorcycle rides for charity for the last ten years. Yeah. And we've kept up with what we've raised, and this event put us over five hundred and eighty-one thousand dollars that we've raised. Oh my goodness. In the last ten Look years. Look at that. Look so, at God go, man. Oh yes, uh, tremendous. That's so good. Because you know when we got our start karen battle who was the director of good samaritan ministries in lenore city she was kind of crying the woes one day that she was not meeting budget i said well we're going to take a motorcycle ride to seattle do you want to use it as a fundraiser she said yes so we thought we'd you know raise two yeah. or three thousand dollars and we didn't even really try and we raised thirteen thousand dollars my gosh and we thought what in the world just happened it just grew from there incredible alaska now, I got to go to Alaska a couple years ago for yes. a wedding for my nephew. Oh. And it was incredible. It was one of those uh, bucket lists. I never thought I'd ever go to Alaska. Yes. Now, I flew. You guys rode motorcycles. Okay, so tell me, how long did it take to get to your destination? Well, that's the interesting thing, J-Mac. We, 
we needed to get to Calgary, which is in Alberta. So we have friends there, Canadian friends, we call them. We met them in Yellowstone in 2014, and we've been friends since. Wonderful. And they wanted to go to Alaska with us. So we needed to get to Calgary rather quickly because the two weeks from Calgary into Alaska, we wanted it to be slower. So we went to Calgary in four and a half days, 2,400 miles. On motorcycles? On motorcycles. How many people? Actually, my wife and I were on my, our bike, uh-huh. and then we had a gentleman, Jeff Wells, who started in Key West, joined us at Maryville, and went on to Alaska with us. Oh, my gosh. All right. And then we had another gentleman from Teleco Village. Uh, his name is Bill, and he joined us in Maryville and went to Alaska with us. Now, Teresa and I turned around at the end of the Alaskan Highway. Jeff went on to the Arctic Circle. Bill went to Anchorage. Oh, wow. Anchorage. I love Anchorage. Yes. Well, now we didn't get anywhere near Anchorage. So we we were about uh, 90 miles shy of Fairbanks when we turned around. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So all the way to Alaska. Tell me about uh, just however much you want to, but... I know you guys have had to have some divine moments on this trip. Oh, indeed we did in in lots of ways. You know, we had corporate sponsors, and and some of our divine moments were even with our corporate sponsors before we left. Yeah. Uh, Alcoa Good Times, Charlie Jansen over there. You know, he's been praying for us for years and taking care of our motorcycle. Jimmy Matlock at Matlock Tire, he's been a friend for years. Uh, Audrey and Justin, who uh, have the Chick-fil-A franchise down in Lenore City, they've been a blessing to us for years. So, you know, just good people surrounding us. We have always had prayer bracelets that we gave out to our congregations and our communities, and we've had people praying for us. And we know they have prayed for us. Because Teresa and I have over a half a million miles on a motorcycle, and we have never had an accident. That is crazy. It is. Oh, wow. In fact, what happened to us in in Grand Prairie, Canada, we don't even count as an accident. But we're coming out of Grand Prairie, and we're on a four-lane, and we're doing about 70 miles an hour, and we're in the left lane passing a semi-truck. And he decides he needs to be in our lane to pass mm. a slow car. And he didn't just ease over. He came over on us, and we had nowhere to go. And at 70 miles an hour, we sure couldn't stop. The left shoulder was about two feet wide, but it was full of gravel. And at 70 miles an hour, uh-uh. you don't want to hit gravel. Uh-uh. And so we were running out of room, and I said to Teresa, hang on, Teresa. And I downshifted and feathered the brakes and took that thousand pound cruiser right down through the median and turned it into a dirt bike Oh my and goodness. Uh, came to a stop and we're okay. Oh so my goodness. Teresa gets off the bike. I rev up the engine. She pushes a little bit and we shoot back up onto the interstate <laughs> and the trucker's up there. He, he saw what he'd done. He stopped. He's backing back up. Oh, He's, wow. He runs across the interstate to us. He was just beside himself. He was shaking yeah. so bad and he said, oh, I'm so sorry. We said, hey, man, we're okay. Yeah. I shook his hand and said, you have a good day. Wow, that could have been for him and for you guys. Oh, yeah. But look at that. Yeah, we could have hit a culvert. We could have hit a log. We could have hit yeah. a rock. But, I mean, it was just like riding off onto another street. Oh, we just goodness. smooth all the way down in there. You know, the prayers of people, the presence of God, it's been amazing. That's wonderful. Jay, is it okay if I thank a few people uh, about this ride? Oh, absolutely. Who do you got? Sonia Ford at First Citizens Bank early on. She is a big John Fogarty fan oh really so we connected on that and uh so she's a motorcyclist and and 
and I told her I was going to be up here with you. Robin Harp at First Bank. She has also been a big help on this ride, you know, as well as our other sponsors. So I just wanted to mention those two ladies. Okay. So all you guys are back now. How long have you been back in town? Not too long. No, we've been back a week today. Oh, goodness. And uh, we did 9,146 miles, 226 gallons gasoline. Oh, my goodness. We paid $9 a gallon for gasoline in the Yukon Territory. Oh, goodness. (laughs) Paid $23 for a cheeseburger. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, it was a different world, but absolutely gorgeous alaska is one of those places that you can't even fully describe the beauty that is around you oh no you you just never can because it's so breathtaking i remember as we me and my husband were traveling up to kenny lake which is above anchorage yes and as we were making our way up to kenny lake we kept stopping at overlooks and when we realized we've been stopping about every 10 minutes for a few hours I just told him we need to quit stopping because there's just so many. We're just going to keep stopping. You know? Oh, yes. And it was just so breathtaking every time we turned a corner. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yes. And I tell people, too, I'm like, if you ever go to Alaska, I'm just going to warn you, okay? okay? Yes, it's beautiful, but they do not have bathrooms. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. Like, there's no restrooms. Like, when you go to a convenience store or their little convenient huts or whatever they have, and then they have an outhouse. Yes. Or they have a porta potty. I even saw porta potties just in the middle of nowhere uh, on oh. the roads just for people to be able to oh, use them because yes. there you would drive for hours and hours and hours and there'd be nothing yes so. that, we had that experience and when you did come <laughs> you know you'd come to a gas station and, and it's not only a gas station but it's the post office and it's, yes. it's, it's a lodge yeah, and it's, it's everything so else different there. and they've got this one indoor bathroom and, and i'm telling you I stood in line with 13 other guys to use the restroom. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yep. People so, probably just waiting to use the indoor one, you know? Yes, yes. Oh, goodness. Uh, but, yeah, the, uh, the, the road was smooth uh, for the first 1,200 miles, the, the Alaskan Highway. But then we hit the last 200 miles. We had, like, 20-mile stretches of gravel and mm-hmm. potholes and, I mean, some pretty good-sized potholes yeah. where you drive down in them and then back up the other side. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Sounds like sometimes what we have to deal with here (laughs) on I-40. (laughs) (laughs) But we had a great time and enjoyed ourselves very, very much. Now that we've got the trip covered, I really love a transformed life testimony. Yes. And I think our listeners would appreciate that. Well, here's the most amazing thing about my transformed life. Here's the biggest thing. Before I was a Christian, I was an introvert. I wouldn't say two words to anybody. Wow. That's the transformation because now I belong to eight different business chambers with Matlock Tire Service and enjoy going to every one of the meet and yeah. greets. And I'm into all sorts of lunches and dinners and breakfasts and meet and greets and so forth. And I enjoy that. So that's been the biggest transformation in my life. So, you know, when I was 17 years old, I was shy and You know, I was a freshman at East Tennessee State University, and I didn't know who I was or what I wanted to do in life or or anything else. But because of what happened on November the 4th, 1976, when I came to faith, I now know who I am and whose I am and what I'm supposed to do in life. It's good to have purpose. It is. So, you know, I I ended up going to this James Robinson crusade in Johnson City, Tennessee, there at East Tennessee State University. And the whole reason I did that was I started dating Teresa, my wife, in high school. So we're high school sweethearts. And I started dating her, and, and I didn't really go to church. You know, we were Christmas Easter people. But Teresa was there 
every week. But her parents were very strict, fundamental Baptist. No dancing, no cards, no movies, no fun. Um, (laughs) Anyway, but they had this rule that we could only date one time a week. But I found out that going to church didn't count as a date. (laughs) You found the loophole. I found a loophole. And then I found this wonderful thing called revivals where you can go to church every night if you want to. Oh, my God. So I started being at church more, and I started listening more, and God started working more. Yeah, wow. I went on uh, to go into sales out of college, but I was never happy unless I was at church. And so I decided to go in the ministry. Well, Teresa never wanted to be married to a pastor. She never wanted to be a nurse. She never wanted to be a mother. We have a 37-year-old daughter. (laughs) Teresa retired from nursing after 42 years. She actually didn't marry a minister, but I became a minister. And she was okay with that because she thought I was going to be a minister of administration (laughs) because my bachelor's degree is in finance and accounting. Yeah. But she thought to be a pastor's wife, she had to have a beehive hairdo because, you know, the way she was raised. Yeah. So we've uh, kind of pulled each other to the middle because I was certainly liberal in all my thoughts and so forth. And, And she was certainly way conservative, maybe too much. And we've kind of pulled each other to the middle. Yeah. And what I've tried to tell people my whole ministerial career, because I've, I'm, I'm Baptist trained and I've been a Baptist pastor, but I've encouraged people to forget about being Baptist. Just be Christian and don't worry about being Baptist. You know, and that's what I tell my present church. It's Wildwood Baptist Church, but I tell them all the time, let's be Christian. You know, let's see what God can do. So that's where we are. So this little church, after I retired, I ended up going to this little church where I got married at 46 years ago. And that church was about to die. And uh, it's been fun watching it come back to life. Oh, Charlie, this has been so good. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming up and sharing. Well, you're certainly welcome. And thank you for giving me some of your story. Oh, yeah. uh, And I look forward to hearing more of it. Absolutely. And if you want some more information about Charlie Bernard and the Wildwood Baptist Church, super easy. Wildwoodbaptistchurch.net is the website. And it'll have all the details about events and services. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of All Access. I'm your host, Jay Mack. And until next time, may the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you peace. Goodbye, my friend. I love you. God loves you. God bless you. And may God continue to bless our beautiful country, the United States of America.